Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Listen to personality profiles with Lessons Bill, get inspired, get nourished, and grow to be the best that you want to be. Personality profile and 99.7 FM. I love it. Hello, people. This is Rocky Dawuni, and you are listening to Personality Profile on Joy 99.7 FM with my man, Lexis Bills. This is the show that is meant to inspire you. This is the show that is meant for you to aspire to your greatest self. I'm Vera Kwakofi, current affairs editor of BBC Africa. Keep listening to Lexis Bill on Personality Profile on Joy 99.7 FM. You could just be able to hear the best piece of advice that sets you on the course to success. Hello, Ghana. My name is Senor Jose, CEO of the Ghana Chamber of Bulk Oil Distributors. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexis Bill because it delivers the value that sets you apart for success. Hi, this is Nadia Antano, Miss Ghana 2013. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexis Bill every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Joy FM and be inspired. 
Hi, my name is James Ebo White, or everyone calls me Uncle Ebo White. You know, what you'll be five years from now depends on only two things. The books you read and the people you meet. On personality profile, you meet the kind of people you meet. You need to meet to make your transition to your greatness. You want a program that would help you, inspire you, motivate you. Why bother to turn to other channels? Just stay here on personality profile and you get all the inspiration you need.
Absolutely. You could be sitting in the Hall of Fame and the world would know your name. Yes, this is the script and Will I Am kicking off personality profile here on Joy 99.7 FM. We're live on our Facebook page as well. If you're listening on radio and you want to check out the video for the, tonight's conversation, you can log on to our Facebook page and check it out. I'm Lexus Bill. You know, I look forward to Thursday evenings where I get to sit back, relax. You know, for me, it's not a show. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's an evening where I get to sit with wonderful folks who are doing amazing things and we get to celebrate them, walk a mile in their shoes, you know, get to know their journey, get to know what inspires them and the lessons they've learned along life's journey. All right here on Personality Profile. So sit back, relax as I bring you another wonderful episode. And this brother of mine today, I mean, he's home. I mean, he's a man who needs no introduction. In fact, I struggled to put the words together because this man is a man of many parts. I don't know whether to call him a radio broadcaster, a fashion icon, an entrepreneur, a master of ceremonies, a performer, a singer, an artist manager. But I think it's just perfect to put all of it together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's really what he is. He's a man of many parts. He's a man who really needs no introduction. He's done it all, seen it all. And I thought he had finished paying his dues. But it looks like a guy has got so much energy and he keeps going. In a few days, he's hosting one of the biggest fashion events on the continent. It has the whole of Africa trooping and thronging into Ghana to witness it. Rhythms on the runway. Well... I'm sure you have an idea who my guest is. Well, he's one of the finest, the most fashionable media experts in Ghana. And his name is Richard Adu. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the laugh. I mean, why is this man laughing? Why, why is he laughing? Oh, okay, wait, hold on. Um, that's not the name you expected, right? Okay. Um, yes, it is Richard Adu. Oh, dear. But you and I know him as... Kofi Otredako, K-O-D. Like this. Oh. <laughs> you didn't expect that, huh? No, I didn't expect Richard, that. Richard, Adu. Oh, no, there's actually a middle name, Richard Churchill. He, oh, sir? Yes. Oh, okay, I uh, didn't know that one. He has a good one. Hey! <laughs> so, so, in your former life, I don't know what that well, was when... You want to call, call you came <laughs> When you came as an ancestor, mm -hmm. or in this same life, <laughs> you were called Richard Adu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was. That was what you were christened. Um, well, yeah, but then again, I have, I have many names. You know, I was born in a Winnie by and I have an an Ewutu name. Okay. Nei Gate. Nei. Yeah, Nei Gate. Gate. My dad named me after the chief of um, Winnie Bar. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the Richard Edu was yeah, from where? It's a, so the Edu is actually my family name, but you know our shanties, we also have our own proper house name. Yes. That's Nana Ochridako. That's okay. my name. Okay. You know, so many years later, I decided that, um, well, why should I use, uh, you know, um, Richard? I don't know if any uh, English man would want to call himself Kofi or okay. a Chinese man would want to call himself by any um, traditional or local Ghanaian name. So I decided to go for um, my proper Ghanaian name. So I decided to even shelve the, the Edu and go for Kofi Otri. Even because the Edu, you shelved it? Yeah, I shelved it. And my dad didn't have a problem with it. He didn't. It's still my name. In actual fact, I think my um, my birth certificate has Richard Churchill Adu. My baptism certificate has Kofi Otre. Wow. 
Exactly. And your passport? And my passport has um, um, Kofi Ochoenako, yes. So now... I, it became official in 1997, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So now That's all what, your official documents yeah, all my are official documents are Co Kofi okay. Ochoenako. Yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I'm sure it's been a while somebody called no, you Rishi, I mean, eh? it would have to be someone from... <laughs> Secondary school or, or, oh, back or in primary the day. school back in yeah. the day. You know, long good to see ago. you, brother. How good are you? You still look good. good. Shall they try yeah. to be like you and easy? Oh, come on. So, um, for our <laughs> listeners, Lex and I have been sitting here counting the amount of grey in our heads. I We're know. like, what happened? <laughs> I know. Life happened, Charlie, life and now there's so much grey. No, 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 so much grey. Oh, boy. So anyway, I'm excited that you're yeah, here today. So um, this conversation is really long overdue. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, Earlier, I was having a, uh, when I told a few of my colleagues that you were mm. coming in mm. and we're having a conversation about KOD mm. and the things he's done, yeah. and everybody starts recounting like mm -hmm. when they first heard of KOD, yeah. and it's like you've been around forever, forever, you know, and you you really have achieved a legendary status, you know. That, I, right? I always dread that word, you know. When I think about legendary, I think <laughs> about someone like Tommy Annan Forsen or Charlie yeah. Sam or. Um, crazy change in just 48 hours yeah. or so you're hosting yeah. rhythms on a runway yes. at the castle mm -hmm. Osu castle isn't it yeah how preparations going for yeah, that yeah pretty well pretty well we're working very very hard we're, there's no we're not even looking at the clock we're just working yeah. we started setting up um, yesterday, so we're, we're, okay. we're built to start. I see you have some international performers yeah, yeah, coming yeah. Some through. Musicians from um, different parts of um, well, the continent. Yeah, yeah. we have one from uh, Swaziland or Eswatini. Oh wow! And one from uh, um, Sierra Leone. She actually ran in quite fast because there's some chaos in her country. Yes, so absolutely. Now. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah, some yeah, curfews yeah, here exactly, and there in Sierra exactly. Leone. And uh, we have some friends who have come from Belgium, the United States, and different parts of the world. That's what Rhythms on the Runway has become. The BBC describes it as the biggest um, cultural expose in, in Africa. We have to live up to that name. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. You've done well. Yeah. But let's get to know KOD a little yes, bit sir. more. Um, I think it was a couple of hours or days ago you mm -hmm. posted when you went to GBC yes. that <laughs> you, you stepped in there yeah. in 1984, yeah, thereabouts. And I was like, ago. wow, this yeah. media journey oh, of yours yeah, yeah. started a long time a long ago. Long time ago. Okay, but where where are you from exactly? Where I'm were from, you born? I'm from Adanse. So my parents are both from Adanse Akrochre and Adanse Akrofum. So one's mom is from Adanse Akrochre, but one from Adanse Akrofum. That's the Obwasi area. Right. Yeah, that's where I come from. And um, my father was stationed in Winneba, I think between 1974 and 1979. So that's where I was born. Prison was born, service. Yeah, prison service. It was... Um, um, the officer in charge of the Winneba um, prison, so that's where I was born. Then we went to Kumase, we came here after the 81 coup. Okay. And uh, I've not been back since. <laughs> I see. How was it growing up though? Ah, it was amazing. You know, I'm the last of um, seven children. I have um, six other siblings. Mm. Well, after my father passed, I, I found out that I have another one. So we're eight. <laughs> <laughs> it was only after he passed. Yeah, after he passed. And that yeah. was not long ago. He showed ago, up and it? I was happy to see my brother. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, last born, overly pampered. Mm. Um, when we came to Accra, we lived at um, in cantonments, then moved next to the state house at Rage. So okay. kind of bougie life. But yeah. I don't know, for a strange reason, I didn't like the life over there. I, I preferred taking a walk down to well, where we're having rhythms on the runway this year. I'd go behind the Osu Castle yeah. or go behind the Independence uh, Monument. And mm. once my mother found me sitting around the Independence Monument, the one with the roundabouts. Yeah. And at that time, there, there was loads of water in the in the gutter. She actually found me sitting there fishing. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure it's about maybe yeah. some nine, eight or nine years. You know, yeah. I liked I liked the street life, kind yeah. of. You know, but I think my parents did well. My mom wanted me to be 
um, an academic, but all she saw was a 360 creative. You know, uh, from those early uh, days. No, 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 very, very early, very early. What, what exactly were you doing? Everything, drawing, drumming, singing, painting. You know everything that creatives do, and and once you know she actually reported me to Auntie Joyce. Then she was the secretary of education, as we, we called them back in the day. The ministers were called secretaries. She was our neighbor, and uh, she's like Auntie Joyce. Oh, what fancy way on person did life here, BBL? Because all she saw was a creative. And you know, some of our parents really didn't um, support or endorse their children growing up to be to be creative. So it took many years for her to appreciate what what I was built to do. What about your dad? My dad was indifferent. I think I'm more like my father. Okay. You know, even though he worked in the security service, he, he I didn't have a regimental way of, of growing up, you know, like do things a certain way. You know, as and when you went wrong, he'd correct you. Yeah. But he he wasn't very stern on me, say, yeah, he say, no, nah, no, nah, he wasn't that kind of father. No, mm. he wasn't. I mean, then again, um, in the 80s, you know, because of the kind of time we were in, he was um, director of prisons, also in charge of... Um, 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 operation, so they were gone most of the time, you know, okay. just making sure yeah. the country was stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Did you have access to the prisons? Yes, I actually, it's interesting. Whenever I wasn't well, I never went to like a normal hospital, I'd always go to the prisons because they have what they call infirmary, yeah, at the prisons, yeah, and they take care of you. Okay, you know, they take care of you. So, I always, what, what, what's your fondest recollection yeah. of the prison setup from um, when you were much younger? Uh, well, it wasn't as populated as it is now, you know. People, I got to sit with many of them. I learned a lot of lessons from them, you know. They'd narrate what they did, those who were guilty, those who found themselves at the wrong place at the wrong time, yeah. in there, those who were there because, um, you know, the system was after them, those who had been... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Um, incarcerated because they had attempted coups. I actually met this man, Nana, Nana, what's his full name? You know the Kofi Chinto story? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was on remand at James Ford. So I got to meet him. Wow. You know, I got to meet him many years before he was um, he was sentenced to, to firing squad. Wow. It was a great experience. And also sharing the wall with the state house. In actual fact, the first swimming pool I, I, I jumped in, it's not a pool, it's actually a fountain. There's the fountain across from the banquet hall. There's a fountain right in front of it. Mm-hmm. That was our swimming pool when we were growing up. <laughs> <laughs> and as early as maybe age eight, nine, I was watching Miss Ghana. I was mm. watching the National Dance Championship. Because yeah. all I had to do was scale the wall at the state house and we're at the banquet hall. Wow. Which would, many years later, you know, host um, Rhythms on the Runway. Yes. 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 So I saw these things. I saw people like Kwabano Kai uh, at a very tender age, you know, Asabia Kropa, who was a great mom, yeah. well, friend of my mom. 
it was it was it was great so i saw so much in terms of creativity mm-hmm. some world leaders as well you know arafat um uh, what's his name um the leader of um the nation of islam um um, um, um what's his name um, um nation of islam uh ah it's not coming <laughs> you know yeah many of them many of them you know kenneth kaunda i saw all these people with my you know, so this is probably me. what shaped what you did, would be yes, did. I, I many grew up years later having so much love for the flag in front of us the know, ghana flag yeah, the ghana flag ghana you know in the spirit of um Osage for the great Osage for dr kwame Nkrumah. that's that's how i was brought up and then again, I also sat in many adult conversations, you know, passively you know, serving adults, but then somehow you get to listen to them. Mm-hmm. You know, because my mom was also a founding member of um, 31st December Women's Movement. Okay. Um, the Auntie Sherry Aite, who just passed not too long ago, you know, worked very closely with my mom. And um, uh, Mrs. Rawlings establishing the 31st December um, crash and yeah. schools around the country, especially at the markets, mm-hmm. to get the ladies to take their children to school before going to the market mm-hmm. and then also use that same platform to um, um, motivate especially wives of men in the security services not to just follow their husbands around but to do things for themselves wow you you had a I, I'm, I'm just imagining the kind of upbringing you, yeah, you have because that's right. like a lot of information yeah, a lot of information <laughs> that so you much. needed to so much I mean at home on Thursdays it was a ritual for us to host people um, you know, my uncle PV would come by, um, PV Urban would come by, he'd have, um, you know, some security heads like David Walenkaki, who was at the time, at the time, um, um, a commissioner of police, uh, um, uh, commissioner of police, um, Owusu Poku, you know, um, Valisa Chiano, who was a, a chief fire officer. So these were my neighbors. Mm. These were my neighbors. In fact, Stephen Damson in Ohio just okay. helped us with the Nation of Islam leader, Louis oh, Farrakhan. Yeah, Louis Farrakhan, exactly. Yes, yeah, yes, Louis and Farrakhan. all of that. So I saw people like him. Yeah. You know, growing up. Okay, and, so, um, so where did you school? So I started school at Jack and Joe at um, Roman Ridge. Mm. Um, when my father moved from being a commandant of Ghana Prison Service to a uh, um, James Ford, I wanted to get closer to town. So I moved to Royal Preparatory. Royal is in Osu. Okay. And it ha- it's, that's where um, um, Herbert Mensah lives now. That's oh. Herbert Mensah's house. It was my school. Wow. You know, then went to Snaps um, Preparatory in um, Asylum Down, maybe some five minutes away from here. And um, I started my secondary education at Royal Preparatory. Uh, Ro- no, 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 no. I'm, um, I'm Harvard, Harvard College. Mm. That's just up the road from here. Yes. So this was my neighborhood. Oh, just down. Oh, not down. the one down there. The oh. old site was actually uh, on the other side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. I know the new yeah, one. Yeah, the then. new one. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> You've been playing in this uh, neighborhood. Play, no, no, since uh, for many years. Yeah. <laughs> right at the traffic lights at the junction, my my classmates lived there, Indian guys. So when we're done with school, we come there and play. Yeah. Mm. What was your talent exactly when you were much younger? Wow. Probably singing, you know, or drumming, something like that. Okay. Drumming. I, I knew I was probably going to end up as a musician or um, everything that I am today. Okay. Um, uh, Kofi, hold on. We'll take a quick break yeah. and then there's more when we're back. Stay tuned in. The 
best You can be the king Kong banging on your chest You can beat the world You can beat the war You can talk to God Go banging on his door You can throw your hands up You can beat the clock You can move a mountain You can break rocks You can be a master Don't wait for luck Dedicate yourself And you can find yourself Our rivers, forests, and children are bearing the brunt of an illegal gold mining crisis. Their future, our legacy, at stake. Join us for an urgent national dialogue and a call to action following the eye-opening Join News Hotline documentary, Poisoned for Gold. Together we gather experts, policymakers, and leaders united to save our land, our water, and our children. Be part of the solution. Tune in to Joy News, Joy FM, or join us online on the 4th of December, 4 p.m. at the Labadi Beach Hotel. Your voice matters in this fight for our nation's heart and health. Don't let this moment pass. Your engagement can change the future. This event is in partnership with the Ghana Chamber of Mines and Water Aid.
still live on Joy 99.7 FM. This is Personality Profile on your Superstation. I need to totally apologize. I understand there was a little bit of a technical challenge and some interference in our transmission. We apologize for that, but we're back and we're, our technicians are working hard to make sure that we have a stable network so you can listen to us wherever you are. We're also live on our Facebook page. You can actually check out the video so you don't miss out any part of our conversation. I'm here with the one and only KOD, Kofi Otre Dako. <laughs> Mr. Adu. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, just, it's just <laughs> I, I love the name. I mean, I just, it was, it, oh, was, it was just so different from your yeah. name. You know yeah. what I mean? I just yeah. couldn't very, imagine very it. Very different. Very you different. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm just excited about yeah. it anyway. Yeah. But we're getting to know his story growing up in school and all mm. of that. We're talking about school. Talking about school. You talked about Harvard and Harvard, this neighborhood. Yeah, and his and neighborhood you know. Now, when you were done with secondary school, yeah. what, what happened next? So when I was done with secondary school, um, I was an art student and um, I focused on written English, literature, and, okay. you know, stuff like that. Oh. I didn't really pay attention to math like some of you did. <laughs> and um, really? when my results came, <laughs> when my results came, I really totally failed my O-level math, like totally failed. How, how bad? Very bad. Like the last, like I never went to class. Yes. F, yeah, the Ukrainian friend F, you're finding nine. Nine. Nine, yes, yeah, so I had nine. Nine, oh. like nine. Like I never went to class. And um, so I had to um, reset. That's when it struck me that I really wasted my time because, you know, 
I could have studied it, but being an art student, the focus was more on literature and, you know, more of the arts. Yeah. I knew that was my, my calling, that was my path. Yeah. So I didn't focus on the other ones. And um, I had to do a research. And from nine, I go at four. So in that time, <laughs> um, I was a copywriter mm. for KDS. KDS was owned by KKD. Right. Um, at the Equatorial Plaza that um, opposite the Crab Girls. The same building that um, saw the birth of Sunshine Radio, Later Choice, and now Choice. Kasapa. Yes, the yes. same frequency. Yes. <laughs> and yes. now Kasapa FM. You know, so I was part of the team there. Um, in between time, when I was in secondary school, whenever I was on vacation, I'd work for um, Daddy Lumba, who was very close to my family as well. You, you know, he had, worked yes, with Daddy buy, Lumba? Yeah, sell cassettes and CDs. He had a shop opposite um, um, the MTTU at Ambos- Okay. So, you know, we'll go sell. We sell during the day. At the end of the day, we go um, account to um, Despite, Father Dixon. So that also introduced me to many musicians, you know. I was okay. spending a lot of time with um, Charles Amwa in his studio in Awudome. I met people like Nana Tufour, Willie Roy, Ohenebaki yeah. C, and all these guys. You know, wow. So that also got me introduced into properly into the music industry i understood how things worked but yes. a proper introduction and also meeting those who really um, um mattered okay yeah but you never thought you could actually perform i didn't know i never thought I, I knew i could perform but i knew that i didn't own a voice right and it's one of the reasons much later well don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a turbo tax expert file your taxes for you by march 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. In my early 20s, I decided to get into music production. Okay. You know, um, working on um, Ufoyan Ponza's second album after Lumba did the debut with him. I did the Asio album with Ufoyan Ponza. Oh, I see. I think we did about three albums. I did Kofi B's first album, Mobroa. Okay. Um, managed Dana Kwame at some point. Um, did Tiny's first two albums with Abraham Mohinijan. Wow. Um, then we started the Nescafe African Revelations. Uh, this was, this, wait, you're, you're now in the 2000s. Yeah, now in the, I mean, okay, I'm moving too fast. <laughs> you're now in, yeah, the, yeah, 2000s, in the 2000s, isn't it? Yeah. Are, are you in a hurry? Are you, no, no, I'm not in a hurry. Where are you going, <laughs> Where are you going bro? <laughs> okay, so what was your first real job? My first, apart from the real the, the one with KDS, the KDS. I mean, that was my first real job. That was your first as a copywriter job. The and copywriter. production assistant. Okay. Because at the time, KKD had a show on TV called KKD Forty Five mm. on on GBC TV, not GTV, GBC TV. Mm. And um, I was a production assistant on that show. We used to record from Golden Tulip, and um, yeah. What was your role as a production assistant? Making sure things were working, you know, behind the scenes, mm. you know, and also being a copywriter, working on the promos. And, and everything. And also part of the team that um, helped with the recruitment of the initial guys who worked on Sunshine Radio. Okay. Kwame Fache, Fifi Pratt, um, Echo Champong, 
and and all those guys. And I think I was about like about seventeen or eighteen years. Were you making money? I was I was getting paid. I mean, if you're eighteen at that time, and you're getting paid, I was okay. I owned the car. You oh, owned right. the car. Oh yeah, I did. That you bought yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, I bought myself. It was a Datsun Sunny. And you bought it at age what? About age eighteen. And your dad was fine with that. Well, why not? If you, if I could afford it. Wow. My mother had a challenge because I, I think I left home when I was about 21 because at Radio Gold, we had um, um, a house that had like Sefaka in one room, Fifi Bansi in the other one, uh, Shelly Frimpong Manson, um, Prime, Patrice Amegashi, <laughs> you know, and they left initially. And Is that the us, Gold House? The Gold House. You heard about Gold House? <laughs> yes. Huh? Yes. Where's MFR Paushi? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I really like coming to Gold House in the morning. Oh, I see. Yeah, she did. I see. Coming for breakfast. Wow. Mm. What did you, you serve know? her? Everything. All right. Okay. Watching, you know. Good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> at 18, you already have a car. Mm, mm. You're, uh, you're probably introduced to the high life. Yeah, I know? was. I was. I was, like, very early, you know, uh, very early. By 19, I was working full-time on radio like we do now. How did um, you get into radio <clears throat> as well? So one day we, as in Daddy Luma and I, went for an interview at um, um, Vibe FM. D4 interviewed him, and um, on our way, and I said, "You mean we'll be trying a power?" You know the way he speaks. Yeah, I'm like yeah, it's something I'm really interested in. Coincidentally, around that time, Radio Gold was looking for new presenters, and mm-hmm. it was just a year after um, uh, private media had started. Radio Gold was 1996, yeah, so Joy was 95, Gold was 96, so 96, 90, yeah. 90, late 96. And I said, yeah, I'd be very interested. And at the time, they'd actually advertise on radio that they needed presenters. Okay. So I went to try my luck. And you just walked in there? I just walked in, you know, and having had prior experience as a production assistant, working on a TV show, and also knowing all these, you know, key people, I think that also played a role. Okay. And um, in, in, in building my confidence to sit in front of the panel. Do you remember who was on the panel? Yes, it was Kweku Boabwajuman. It was Nana Joa. She's actually a pastor now, yeah, but she was our HR. Okay. And then the great Mr. Bafu Boni, okay. who adopted me and made me his personal project until he died. Wow. <laughs> And that was it. You got the job. And that was it. Gold. Like a week later, I got a call, and um, that was it. I started. I was working on on with Shelly from Poma. So they, they worked in in batches and teams. Mm. I was on Shelly's team. Okay. So she's the one that actually walked me through the nuances of how things were done at Radio yeah. Gold. Yeah. What did it take? What was it about you that you know got you that role? I think it was. I think it was my confidence. First of all. My confidence, you know, how I sat and spoke in front of the um, team that did the interview. Because uh, we had people like Kwesi Uswasari who worked here much later. He was there as well. Jibe. Um, um, and then Kwesi uh, Nimi Ansa, who were actually recruited around the same time. Mm. And uh, Charlie, I saw people sitting down before the interview holding like plenty of papers. You know, people with like master's degrees and all. And all I had was my my O level at the time, my O level and confidence. Yeah. You know, and I sat in front of them. And, and I, a Datsun, I, actually. Yeah. Well, a Datsun, <laughs> yes. And a Datsun. You know, and uh, yeah. uh, I did very well. And I was one of those who was called. Okay. So, so I had to sh- take. Yes. What show was your first radio? It was um, called Home Touch. Home Touch. Yeah. You know, just playing music from different parts of, um, of Africa. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, I was one of those few people who got to do everything on, 
on Radio Gold from, you know, the morning show, mid-morning, drive time. Yeah. Even getting suspended when we were not allowed to play Hip Life on radio and some of us played. And so when I came back, they pushed me at night to work between midnight and 4 a.m. Before because you played Hip Life? Hip Life, yeah, because it was not really allowed. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. I mean, then they did say. Yeah. Yeah, so at Radio Gold, we're not allowed to play Hip Life. And I had friends like Reggie Buckstone, ex Doe was my junior in secondary school. Yeah, I had released an album. And, you know, as young people, we were part of the Hip Life revolution. Yeah. So if I found myself in a space where I had an opportunity to promote mm-hmm. and project it, why not? All through this period, was radio the only thing you were doing? No. In between time, I always found myself in, well, especially at that time, maybe the first three years of, um, because I got in uh, in 97. By 2001, I was producing music. Okay. Yeah, doing it for Yampon's second album. That was my first. In actual fact, the first musician I worked with was Max Kofi. Max a Kofi. musician called Max Kofi. You know that song? I call that kiss wavy. Need to wavy come here. Yes, I did that album in probably 2000, late 2000, in 2001, 2002. We did a for his um, album. But at that time, music production needed a lot of money. Were you rich then? I was very connected in the media space. That was my biggest plus. This place, Joy FM, has always been home to me. It's amazing how I never got to work here, but I was always here. <laughs> you know, I was always here. This yeah. was home. I was hanging out with Marco Quickoman, whose house was not too far from, from here, here yes. um, Mark also started Slip um, um, record Slip label music, music yeah. and we're working hand in hand you know we we needed money but we were more connected than needing um, 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 that capital to start right. then again those were times when we had um, distributors like Big Ben and uh, the rest of them who actually would give you what they called front front money. <laughs> front money was advancing your money before you release your album. So Lumba is not out with his album, Kojenshi or Forian Ponsa, they'll give you maybe um, 100,000 Ghana CDs uh, to start the promotion. Okay. So they are going to be the sole um, distributors. Mm-hmm. So you are giving them money to start your promotion, do whatever. When you're done, you come back, they give you some more money. Wow. So I decided to take a walk from the music industry when it went very digital and we had to start putting music on well social media and, and online online and what it didn't make sense to me really at all you know because because i was i was actually going to ask you this particular question because it looked like you you're taking a back seat from I producing have, artists I but yes i have now there are other ways of making mm. money you i know, know i like understand it now <laughs> i understand it now and whatnot no at the so, time it didn't make sense yeah yeah i didn't see why i'd spend so much money because we worked with some of the best um, producers and engineers. Uh, Zap Mallet was not easy to to work with. Yeah. Um, we were working it didn't with come cheap. no, it, well, it didn't come cheap. I was working with Budo Steiger at the Ryan Klein Studios in Dusseldorf. That's expensive. The same guy who worked on um, Daughters of Glory yes. as Lumbas, yeah. most of Lumbas hit songs, right? Or for his first few albums, or Honey Back Is Nana To Four, all these songs. It was all, all these guys. It was yeah. very expensive. Yeah. You know, it was very expensive. By God's grace, we, we got it done. Apartment 14. Yes. <laughs> that was my room number. <laughs> no, this is coming from Fifi Banson. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. I, why is it coming from Fifi Banson? Fifi Banson or MFA. <laughs> Definitely. Well, actually, Fifi Banson is tuned in now. Oh, he and, is. Uh, <laughs> I going to ask you about the GK402. That's the car I'm talking about. That's your red Datsun. The red Datsun. Yeah. So, GK402, no, GR402K. Later became like a man sign car. <laughs> you know, if you want to go somewhere, Chaleco, if you wear the key there, you yeah. know, just get the key and go. Yeah. And at a point, 
I um, took it to the workshop and decided to leave it there. Just like that? Just like that. I was trying on getting another one and Fifi Banson owned it. At the time, he just went and <laughs> took the car. And he took it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's how we, we lived in a very communal way at some... Um, as gold house i mean fifi yeah. they preceded mm-hmm. my my um stay in that house and and that's that that that's how we lived it was one huge family it was like joy fm at the time as well it was yes. one huge family mm-hmm. and we're all great friends you know mm-hmm. you'd find me at the easter soup kitchen yeah. i work at radio gold but i'm, I'm at um accra um Kwame Nkrumah circle working at um, easter soup kitchen and i felt very welcome yeah yeah. You know, it was always like that. You stayed at Radio Gold for 18 years. Yes, I worked at Radio Gold for 18 years, I believe. Yes, 18 years. Yeah, I think so. You loved the place. I did. It was home. Then again, at Radio Gold, I could always leave and come back. Why? I'm getting flashbacks of traveling with Lexus um, um, to <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> we went to do some work for SA Tourism. And you were called to come back to work. You were called to come back to work. Yeah. At Radio Gold, I wouldn't have received that call. That's yeah. why I stayed there. I see. Yeah, because at the point I migrated, I think between 2000... And one in 2003, I migrated to England. Typical black boy, African boy, Ghanaian boy, trying to look at life out there if there were better opportunities. You know, and I still had my job somehow waiting for me. And when, then again, what I did was I made myself very relevant in the Ghanaian space, like in England and back home. Whenever I, I hosted a, an event in the Ghanaian community, I'd get someone to do a story here. So I was still relevant in this space, yeah, even yeah. though I was gone. So yeah. when I got back, I met um, 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 Kofi Wache Commissioner one day. He's like, ah, Kofi Wache Waha, then I Kogana, and I can't have to solve my own Yeah. So I came back. That's why you came back? That's why I came back. He was actually the motivation. And then uh, also, um, Teddy Osai of CB Safane. I used to record a lot of um, radio commercials. Is it that things are not going well in the UK? Uh, it was okay, but I. No, be honest, Kofi, it wasn't. No, 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 no. It, see. You worked as a security guard. Yeah, I, I went as a security guard. But then eventually... You are back home, you were a big star. Uh, but do you know what people do when they go there in those days? Well, I know, but I mean, I'm talking yeah, about your case. Yeah, a big star. I mean, a big star in England doesn't mean anything. I didn't grow up there. I don't have classmates there. At the time yeah. I was going, I was thinking, oh, I could probably get myself a job in the fashion industry, which eventually happened. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe I could get myself a job in the fashion industry, probably go modeling or something. Mm-hmm. Those things didn't happen. My first job was as a security guard. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then I was pretty lucky. I got stationed very often in companies like um esprit um um ted baker and and the last place was um 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 paul smith where i actually eventually got a job as a as a as a salesperson my boss paul saw me one he was like who's this guy who's always so well dressed and i'd had prior experience in the fashion industry in ghana working for a diva shirt shop charlie mabro do you know a diva shirt shop used to be on that same stretch as um accra girls yeah you know many years later so I'd, I'd be at the shop as a security guy, still assisting people who would walk into the shop to, to buy um, 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 clothes. And one and day, after two just, years, yeah, you're like, just, yeah, I came back. You can't I do came this back. again. I can't do this again. And when I came back, Boomerang was really popping. Yeah. And um, aside working on Radio Gold and having my own event, I had a Sunday special at Boomerang. You know, at that time, Hip Life was very stable. We're yeah. going places and um, um, we're having great nights over there. Mm. Was the sun around the same period that the Nescafe African Revelation? Yes, came that out? was in 2004. Yes. Yeah, I think so. 2004, 2005. We, we, our mandate was to 
um, find music talents in Western Central Africa. So we taught the whole of Western Central Africa looking for um, music talents sponsored that, by Nestle. Yes, that's a competition yes. brought out Wuta. Wuta. Actually, prior one in that year, the first one. Mm. Um, Wuta, Wuta, they were the first runners up. Yeah. But seeing the talents they had, I didn't see why I had to let them go. So I had the mandate of managing prior for two years mm-hmm. and decided to add Wuta to it. Within the same period? Yeah, within the same period. So I was managing prior and, and Wuta at the same time. At the same time. And, How did that um, pan think, out? Oh, it was really good. Oh, at a point, we thought of actually merging the two groups to mm. call them Wupra or something like that, <laughs> you know, because uh, we'll travel to different parts of the world and they would always be called together. Yeah. So we thought, okay, you guys can do your um, um, group works or yeah. solo works at any time, but we could also get together to uh, record an album as Wuta Empire. And it's one of the reasons we did the, the Jacket remix, which yes. had everyone jumping on. Including you. Including me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel now that you these two groups which were dear to you? I was you- really very brokenhearted. But then again, also knowing that even a band like the Jackson Five, you know, Catherine and Joseph's children, they even fell out at some point. It happened. I mean, they were siblings. Yeah. But then they didn't stick together to till the end. I mean, we have the Jackson Five still performing, but at a point, Michael went solo. Mm. You know, so um, I was very brokenhearted because they actually fell out when Ghana was really and truly in love with them at the apex. I mean, yeah. we had released Kotosa. Mm-hmm. which was a big song still a, you know, huge, still a huge, huge song to date and people were crazy tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for robin hood gold's ira with a three percent match you can get up to 195 dollars for the 2023 tax year oh yeah sign up at robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market subscription fees apply Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Looking for more. So it was not a great time to fall out. I actually had a conversation with them, guys. Listen, um, if I am the problem, let me take a walk and you guys should just continue. Were you the problem? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. What was the problem? I mean, if I was, they could have just, you know shelf me and what was the problem it was just the, the industry was part of it there were people elements within the industry who were telling someone like a free a frank that oh charlie you know say go feed do i'm alone or you know you have this guy who does only one verse on the song you do maybe two or three verses and he does one verse so why don't you go solo and probably um get a samini or um, um yogi doggy to play his role yeah it takes more than that. You know, you need certain energies for things to work. Yeah. Yeah. In and, the case um, of prior, what was it? In the case of prior, um, ego at work. Mm. Ego at work. They didn't, they didn't manage that too well. Okay. Ego at work. You don't take any fault for any of these divisions? Well, then they, they could have been together without me. They didn't have to fall out because of me. No. You know, as a father, which I was to them, um, like I said to you, I, I told them to move on without me if they could. Mm. But it was it was a bigger thing. You know, often of, of, oftentimes the artist-manager relationship or producer relationship yeah. with the artists don't last too long. Mm. 
Is there a reason why? Because you've worked with a lot of artists yeah, from many, Korean many, Pans, yeah, Ambonsa. Yeah. You did how many albums with him? Um, we did about three albums. And then that's it. Yeah. And then you move on to somebody else. Yeah, but that's what that's why? what executive producers do. You don't you don't I mean, look at um, Motown as a record label. How many musicians didn't go through Motown? They didn't say they are focusing on maybe um, 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 Michael Jackson or the Supremes. No, that's what you do. You're always looking for new talent. Mm. So as and when people people come and go, like the moon, sun, and rain. <laughs> Is that a business model? Well, it's not a business model, but it, it just happens. You know, when people are not happy for whatever reason, they decide to move on. Then it means that in the industry, people are really often very not happy. Well, then again, you know, there are people, especially youngsters, when they start getting a name within the industry. Uh, maybe there's someone who lived in a shack somewhere in... In, in the country, all of a sudden he's making waves, the whole country is dancing to his music, he's feeling on top of the world, and then they have elements within the industry, and their friends tell them, ah, but Charlie, you, the place you reach now, dear, you can be on your own, oh. Yeah. And it happens very often. You know, a, a musician would be with a record label, they'll be complaining about how the label is treating them, they think they are, they've arrived. Hmm. And then they decide to be on their own, and usually that's the beginning of their end. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. What are some of the lessons you've learned with managing musicians and um, managing talent? Be resilient. Um, stay focused. Don't let what happens around you affect your your decisions. Yeah. Yeah, for me, that's what it is. If you just join us, this is KOD on Personality Profile. You can WhatsApp us on 055-1111997. My younger from Gold City says, Lexus, he's called Untouchable Tracks Master. <laughs> then times. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And um, uh, uh, Mami he says, I'm enjoying the interview with KOD. He's an amazing person. I remember the first time I met him back uh, in Live FM 2015, 2016, thereabouts. I just want him to know that he's an amazing person. Mm. I really enjoy life. Lexus, great listening to KOD. He was among the few presenters I listened to on Radio Gold. Um, enjoy from uh, Radio Gold those days. I love his sense of fashion mm. from Abakuma Wendy Harvey OC in Tema. So you, you talked about how Radio Gold was home yeah. and you were probably one of the most loyal mm. after I was 18 very, years. Yeah, I was very loyal. Then at some point, you just decided that, okay, um, there's a new station in town. There's mm, a new mm. network in town. Yeah. Um, did they poach you? They did. I mean, they poached you? Yeah. So you left Radio Gold because of left. money? Well, Charlie, uh, I had done enough. 18 years was, was more than enough, you know. And um, there was a dream, you know. My brother Bulari reached out. <clears throat> Kofi, we've worked for other people. It's time for us to own ours. And, you know, why not? One to for own us. ours? Yeah, one for us by us. Yeah, so, okay. you know, come um, support. Let's make this dream come come, come true. It was a great time at, at um, EIV because I got to work with um, Live FM with very young people. Yeah. Young, interesting people. You know, working with um, the whole weeks at the universities, traveling around the country with these guys who are so talented. I still work with some of them on, mm. on Rhythms on the Runway, mm. you know, after all these years. So what happened to the dream? Well, I mean, at a certain point, you move on, you know, you move on. Also, I was nurturing my own Rhythms on the Runway. That's one of them. I had 1957. That was probably um, about eight years. And um, I had to project it to the next level. And I'd done everything on radio. I thought, okay, at this point, it would be good for me to have maybe like a once a week show on radio or TV and um, just be relevant within the media space, but then also focus on your own. 
Was that really the reason why you left? Just one of the for me that was a key reason. What was the other? Um, at the point we're having certain challenges that you know everyone who owns an organization um, um, experiences sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's not something that I should even talk about. It's out in the public domain. Yeah. And um, um, it was pretty a challenging moment for for us. And then again, I also had uh, my own company to to grow. So okay. for me, it with was, the benefit of hindsight, yeah. would you say? you probably shouldn't have made that move no never it was a great move it was a great move it was a great move i mean great people great talents um i mean meant to be like um undoubtedly the finest um um um, um media group on the continent of africa and they still have so much talent mm. and potential to 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 get get that get that done you went back to radio gold yes um, last year, I think. Yes. Why? Um, you know, after many years of losing their license, uh, it was finally given back to them. And I thought, well, this station has been very nice to me. Um, really, everything that I've become is because of that platform, what Radio Gold did. So um, why don't I go back and do national service? <laughs> <laughs> why did so you decided, go back? I decided, I decided to... to <clears throat> um, you had done 18 years at Radio uh, yes. Gold. Yeah, but I was not going to work full-time. It was part of the reasons yeah. I went back. But I'm saying, why didn't you go back to, let's say, EIB mm. and continue the I could have, dream I could have that gone, I could have gone your back friend... To, I could have gone back to EIB. And why didn't you? I chose Radio Gold. Why? I had to make a choice. So what why did you wear... How many, how many shirts do you have? <laughs> <laughs> but you chose to wear this color. Uh, so what informed the choice? No, it's because I thought Radio Gold, Gold needed a hand to get to where they were initially okay you know so i was talking to people like fifi Bunsen, um my brother mickey osebeko mm. um prime eye patrice all of us you know the guys yeah. that were around who had left the radio scene and still had the potential to get things to to work mm. we all had meetings with james james Eugene and we decided charlie listen let's push this back and especially at the time when Mr. Bafuboni had passed because he was like a godfather. Yeah. You know, let's do this to um, keep his name alive. After working for so many fashion brands, you decided to now set up your own, the mm. 1957 mm. brand. Mm. How's that been? Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.